Okay, let's learn. On page Kufsamaches, on the bottom of the page, Aidnav Ramarvinum and Anavim. Last week was sort of a uh, last week was sort of an introduction to the Rebbe's introduction to a basic a basic overview of of the Pninius of the Pninius Hatayra regarding the regarding the the way that the Neshama the way that the Neshama of a Jew is even though it's certainly one, it's unified. Nevertheless, it has different functions. As the as the Ur of Hashem, the light of Hashem descends into the neshama of a Jew, how that works. So the Rebbe is being very careful here, as he stated, how he is to the entire sefer not to take us into concepts in Kabbalah that are beyond our understanding, but just sort of one step at a time to help us with to help us with some basic Yisaitis, fundamental concepts, because as he said, there's a basic problem there's a basic problem in in terms of in terms of of our lack of awareness Regarding the regarding the nature of the neshama, who we are, and because we don't know who we are, and we've really never met our neshamas or understand the workings of the neshama, we can't possibly realize how great we really are, and our potential, our capabilities, and this mimer specifically of the three mamarim at the at, after. At the end of Chavisat Talmudim, this mimer specifically is answering the question of how is it possible for people like our, people like ourselves to bechlal to learn this from Hakadoshim? Since Chazal have warned us that a person whose that a person whose 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 chachma is meruba b'maisev, if somebody's if somebody's intelligence or if somebody is learning. Is not synchronized with his mitzvahs and masim toivim, so then that could be that could be something which is which is uh, not dangerous. It it could it could be like a tree whose anofim whose branches are more than the sheroshim than the roots, and when the wind comes, it'll be uprooted. So the Rebbe was explaining that we need to understand how much greater we are than we realize. And in order to understand how great we are, we have to understand what the Nisham is and how the Nisham works. So this is a basic introduction. So we're up to Kuf Samaches on the bottom. All the way back from Avram Avinu and from all the Nevi'im and the Tanoim, and particularly Rabbi Shimon Ba'yichai, Min Ha'ari Zechran Levracha, Ushar Mekubalim Shchusim Yegen Aleinu. Kabbalah B'yadeinu. We have a Kabbalah that we received all the way back from the beginning. Shekishabara Hashem is Ha'olam. That when the Barashim created the world, Gamkein Tzimtzim Aysa B'madregas V'tzimtzumim Shainim that the process of creation 
which itself required HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kiviyachal to conceal, to constrain the revelation of his presence of that light. So creation itself, the Rebbe explains, in creation itself there are, there are tzimtzumim, all different types of tzimtzumim, in order to allow for a world where we could be Avde Hashem, who have Bechir Chavshis, who have free choice. Ki loy harei briyas ha'olam shabor ha'ashem karei asiyas uman basar v'adam. Creation, which is yesh me'ayin, which is from nothing. Creation is not, cannot be compared to the way that a craftsman designs something. She'oysa is a dover lahavdil ha'uman rak es tzuras ha'dover humishana. Again, this is a basic introduction. Last week we were, we were concentrating on the muscle of the electricity and we spoke about that. And that was sort of to prepare for this explanation. The Rebbe tells us that, of course, an uman, a craftsman, is only changing the tzuras hadavah, the form of that, of that thing. He takes a he takes a piece of wood and he and he cuts the wood and so on. Or like they asked the person how he was able to a sculptor how he was able to to design such a beautiful statue of a of an elephant and he said he cut away anything that didn't look like an elephant and then he got an elephant. But sof kol sof sof kol sof that's taking. Yesh miyesh, that's taking something and, and working with that with that piece of wood or that stone and cutting and shaping and forming to make a kli. also he didn't create the tree, nor did he create the, the metal. Rakasurasamshina, he only changed the tsura the shape. Mayat's Pashut from being a simple piece of wood, a shulchan, he made a table. Pashut and from a simple piece of metal. He made a key, he made a key, and so on. But Hashem is who created the world from absolute nothing. Hashem is by by constricting His infinite light, by being mitzamtzim, His infinite light brought existence. From in, brought in the world into existence from absolute nothing. Which is explained, we've spoken about this many times in the from the Balatanya. Of course, when it comes to the craftsman who made the table, who's only shaping the table, the piece of wood, the table, the, the table's existence does not depend upon the craftsman. And once he's finished designing the table, so the table has an independent existence. This is not the case where we have Bria Yeshmeayin, as the Tanya explains, when creation is from nothing. In that Mitzias of something crossing over from nothing into something because of Hashem's Baruch's light that is constricted 
and descends to infinite levels till it can become when Hashem Baruch says, Yehi Or, and from that Maimer Hashem, from those letters of the Aleph base of of Or, of Aleph Vav Reish, from those letters that come from that Ayin of Ein Saif, of the Infinite One, that descends from the Isis all the way down to actually to physical creation to become or or physical creation to become a table which is the siruf which is the which is the combination of the Isis Shin Lamat Chesnun of Shulchan of that table till something descends it descends to infinite levels of concealment until finally it becomes coarse and physical which all the Sifrei Kabbalah, the beginning of the Yitzchayim, of the Ariyah Kaddish, the Seid HaTzimtzum, the mystery of the Tzimtzum and creation of how of how there was that crossing over from Ayin, from nothingness, into Yesh. But here the Chilik here is that the Chiyas HaLakus, that the, the infinite, the infinite life-giving energy of Hashem is Baruch, Remains within that table, within that stone. It remains just as in every plant. There's a kerchatzmicha. There is that. There is that koyach that's called kerchatzmicha, that vegetative life, that koyach. And in every animal, there is that chiyus that enlivens it each and every moment. Even the Coarse physical container body that we're able to see and touch. is a spark of godliness. Even that physical garment, even that physical garment, just like we spoke about last week, using the muscle of electricity, the fact the fact that that a person might be the person might have a computer attached to the outlet and he's watching on his computer could be he's watching on his computer God forbid something which is extremely unrefined something which is terribly coarse or even something that a person that, that someone who's not a Yerush would see that's disgusting that's the most physical thing in the world <coughs> that's only the type of a cleave that he's made out of his life to be a conduit for electricity which is itself something which is extremely refined which is extremely refined. It's not coarse at all. You can't even see electricity with the eyes. It's so refined. And yet, because of the person using it in this way, with this type of a kli, because his kli is so coarse, and his own his own machshavas are so unrefined, so the way that electricity emerges in his life is as a picture that might be God forbid an obscene picture of some. So it was the most physical thing in the world. And still, even even in that machine, and even somehow in in that Myra, in that thing that he sees, there is there is a locus. One must realize and without and without going into any protem now, that even though Be'emis, Be'emis, there was very little that the that the Talmidi Hagra and the Talmidi Abba have disagreed on. There was really very little. But the couple of items were extremely important. And the perhaps the greatest point of contention that Rabbi Chaim Velozhin and had with the Balatanya and the Bechlal, with the Derech HaBalsham, was in the interpretation of this crossing over. Simpson. 
and the, the divine constriction of Hashem's Baruch's light. Well, I don't want to go into Pratim, but it's important that you should know that there, that here is the Nakuda of difference between the Balatanya and the Nefeshachayim. Generally speaking, when a Jew learns Nefeshachayim, and when a, when a Jew learns, learns Tanya, it's Kemat, I would say 90%. It's almost impossible to distinguish between them. There are so many similarities. But regarding this, there is a tremendous machlaikis. Mr. Vilna Gain did not accept that dvarm tmeim, that those things that are impure, those things that that uh, that are reflecting the sitra that the that the or aloki is contained within them. Without going into Machlaik, without going into the Machlaikas, there have been individuals, even in the last generation, a great individual, who tried to prove that there really was no Machlaikas between the Balatanya and the Vilna Garden, between the Derech Achsidis and the Derech Agra, in this union of understanding the nature of Tzimtzum and where does Tzimtzum stop. The the Gedolei have told us that despite the valiant efforts of that great individual, I'm speaking about Rav Dessler Zechut who was great in both schools and wanted very much to make shalom, and it was a very beautiful thing that he wanted to make shalom. But the Mekubalim have said that we certainly believe that there's shalom in the, in the in the world of truth within the tzaddikim, but there is no agreement regarding in this world there is no agreement regarding this union of the of the the nature of Simpson. One should know that that in this in this Nakuda is the Maymach Laikas, which has many, many ramifications and so on. The whole emphasis of the Balshama Kaddish and his Talmidim on using Dvaram Gashmiyam as a means of serving Hashem's Bar, although the Vilna Gain certainly agreed with that, and so did Rab Chaim, nevertheless, to what extent, how and the Kavanis and so on, there are huge machlaikis in regarding this particular Indian. So the so the Rebbe is explaining from from the Shari Yichud that even the coarse physical container which we are able to see and we're able to touch has a spark of godliness in it is a garment that conceals within it conceals the light the infinite light of Hashem. Because from its wondrous, invisible, unrevealed state of that light of Hashem, there was a descent, a constriction, level after level. <coughs> to the point that actually that, that infinite divine light takes the form of a physical body which we can actually see and we can touch what does that mean? that Hashem's Malchus extends and reaches down to everything it means every single thing that exists I'm sure many of you are familiar with this but the Rebbe is giving us this this Hakdom uh, in order to help us Understand how we need to think when we're learning the Svar Makadashim. Anytime we're learning the Svar we need to understand what we're talking about. 
So he explains, Shakal Ha'ilam, the entire world, all that exists, is only Ha'aris Ayrehi. It's a, it's an illumination of Hashem's infinite light. Val Zehi Kabbalah this is the Kabbalah that we received. Shet Simtsum Hazesh, Nazgala Ayla Mugbal that this world, a world that, a world that has boundaries, that has borders, a world with limitations, with imperfections, that this is a world that is itself from the infinite. It, it comes from the infinite light of Hashem. Made the world in such a way that there are different madregas, different bechinas, depending upon how concealed his infinite light is in that particular thing, in that person, in that place, at that, at that time. I mean, a person can't understand what is the meaning of of, of the makarmis gadayshim. What does that mean? That at 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 the kaisal Maravi at the wall, like why is that a special place? Besides, we've always been telling our children it's holy, it's halig. Like I said last week about my friend that the kid finally said, what does that mean, halig? You're telling my whole life to behave. This is halig. That's halig. What is halig? What does that mean, holy? What's the difference between, what's the difference between the kaisal of my ravi and the, and the, and the, and the, and the wall in my house? There, there, there are more people in the world that have at that kaisal than the other kaisal. And what is, and what is the, uh, and what exactly makes the one in Yerushalayim so special? What is it? What happened though? What's happening there? Many people think it's because something happened, you know, thousands of years ago, and that's it, because something once happened a long time ago, this, this was a wall that was by the Harabayas, and it's a nice place, and, and, and Jews have very, very good memory, and because of our good memory, we like to come and, and daven here, because it gives us nice nostalgic feelings of being in a place where our ancestors, where our ancestors used to bring up offerings to Hashem Isbah. That's That understanding... Uh, it's true that we have strong connection to it. The same way a person feels, what's our connection to Kevarachal? What's our connection to the to Chavin, to Masamachpela? It's very, very hard to to have Jews who are prepared to to live and to die for Kevarachal, or to live Chalila to die for the Harabayas with that type of an immature understanding. For nostalgia. For nostalgia, it's really silly to give up one's life. Just like, just like you know, uh, in South America, like every time there's, a, there's like a championship soccer game or something, you know, people are dying. They get trampled because they're, you know, it's because they're rooting for their team. That's a that's a silly reason to be mice and nephish for, for, you know, watching people kick a ball around. It's a silly reason to die. To understand the nature of kedushas hamokam, what does it mean that a physical place is holy? Without learning this sugya, this sugya, we don't really know what that means. What does it mean that a place has holiness? As a, why is this place more holy than another place? I cross over, I, I could take a little bit of a, of a ride, and, I'm, and, and now I'm in a, in a place that's called a mokam tumah And uh, an hour ago, an hour ago, I was in a place uh, a mokam kedusha. And if I walk to this place and, I'm, and I myself am not prepared, so that could be something which, which could, God forbid, cause terrible harm, and so on. What does that mean? To understand Kedushas HaMokam, to understand Kedushas HaZman. What does it mean that when I cross over, what one minute, a minute ago was Shabbos, and now it's Chal. What does that mean in time? What does that mean in the life of a person?
those people who are upset, why is it that a, why is it that Kahanim and Levim have certain rights and privileges, and I don't have this? As if it was something which we could vote on. And that's why you have people nowadays that will get together and they'll make a vote that that the woman can go for shishi, and that uh, why shouldn't why shouldn't uh, I mean I don't think that, I don't know if they duchen in these places, but I would imagine if a woman can go for an aliyah, like why shouldn't why shouldn't the rabbi be able to duchen or the uh, rabbanit be able to duchen? Why not? Like, why? I I wonder if they get upset about that in these places. I'm, I never really. I mean, I'm not curious enough to look into it at all. But I wonder, like, why if they if they if they believe that that we determine it's our decision and we determine what's fair and what's right. So if if that if if it's unfair to women that they shouldn't that they shouldn't be able to get an aliyah shouldn't be able to daven for the amen so why wouldn't it be unfair for Yisrael that he shouldn't be able to do it? What a wonderful privilege to bless Jews, to be a kain. Only a person and Lamais it's a good kasha. If one does not understand what does that mean that there's a kedusha that's called kedusha sakahuna. And why is it that this person is walking around, I could be a lot smarter than this guy, I could be more religious than this guy, right? I could love Jews more than this person, and yet this person, the, the Levine washes his hands, he walks over, then he says, And then all kinds of things are going on, boom, boom, all kinds of connections are being made, and there's Ahava, the love that the Bereshim has for Klai Yisrael, the sentence of the world, it's a Bechin of Rav Chesed, which the Tzemach Tzedah talks about Barichis, in Derech Mesvesecha, but he says, what happens when a Kayan Duchens, as long as Alpidin, he's allowed to Duchens. If he's allowed to Alpidin, there are certain things that disqualify Kayan as well. But if Alpidin, he is allowed to go up and Duchens, all of those things are happening. And if, and if Israel walks up and, and Duchens, he's in trouble. So, if these, if these are not things that are happening in the world, but these are just things that we do because of nostalgic reasons, or because Hashem just told us to do it, as opposed to it actually being a mitzvah in reality, so it's very, very hard to understand. And and you could and you could and we could certainly sympathize with those people who are upset. Why can't I duchen? Or the woman that says, Why can't I put a talisman on? Why can't I have an aliyah? It's a good cash. It's a, if, if this was a democracy, if this, not, if this wasn't a mitzvah, wasn't a reality, if, if if it was that, then it would be legitimate taina. But did you ever hear anything as absurd as as like a dog walking around with a sign protesting that he's not a cat? It's the, it's the silliest thing in the world. It's this only in a generation where there are women who want to be men and men who want to be women. Could there be such a hechetimsa? Could there be such a havamina? Did you ever hear such a thing that, 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 that an apple has a tiny that it's not an orange or an orange it's not? But this is the world that we're living in. It's when one understands that, that there's something different. We're not talking about higher or lower, but there's something different. And we can talk about higher and lower as well, it's just that's not the Nakuda. The point is that it's different. So the Rebbe says that there are different madregas and bechinas of how Hashem's Baruch made the world. Hashem's like this everywhere, but one needs to understand how is it, how is it revealed and how is it manifested by the by the Marvi, by Kevin Rachel, and how is it manifested, or how is it more and more concealed through the Tzimtzumim when it's outside, when it's in Chutzlars, and even in Eretz Yisrael, the, as the Mishnah tells us, the ten levels of the ten madregas of Kedusha as one moves away from the Kedush Kedoshim. and in Chutzlars there are different madregas as well, and when Jews get together in a room and they daven in that room. 
or they make a shul, they make a base of medrash. What does that mean? That there's kedusha in this place. How does that happen? That there's holiness in a place. First, you have a, you have a, you have some chaver that are building the building. The people that are making the building are usually are usually not the kind of people that are learning chavers that tell me them, right? The people maybe who are planning it are, but the people who are actually building it are nice people. But uh, listen, I was here every day when they were building it. You, 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 I'm telling you, you don't want to make a shidduch with these people, <laughs> right? It's not. It's not. Uh, they're not learning chavers that tell me them. And and these guys are working in the building, and they're standing there with all the with, with the things that they say and the, and what's going on, and then and then a couple didn't walk in, and according to we, the way we understand from most Rishonim that when the minion davens that first tefillah, uh, and back then I, I I emphasized how important it is to have the right kavanas, that it that somehow that invitation to the Shekhinah takes place and then something amazing happens that from a couple of, of hard workers who are far removed from, from the Rebbein Shalom that a couple of different type of hard workers who are Hashem's Baruch's children, Eden come into the building and they say and poof, something changes something happens and in order to remove that Chas there's a very complicated Lachia process we're talking a little bit from the Gemara and the Megillah, right? and how that works and then how the, and how the Kedusha is nitpas and the moist and the money and all of that means how that works how that happens madregas madregas so he says four lines up so to understand in a human being, how there are different madragas of human beings. So we learned that we spoke about this before at the beginning, that each and every one of us possesses five madragas of spirituality. Five madragas. That's how. That's what we're made up of. Nefesh, ruach, neshama, which are, as we learned, within the person, which are enclosed, the nefesh in the liver, the ruach in the heart, the neshama in the mind. And then the two more exalted levels of Chaya and Yechida that we learned are Mekifim that hover, so to speak, above the person, but are still identified, remember, with Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. They're still identified with that person. Masha'en came the, the infinite light of Hashem that can no longer be identified as belonging to Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Chaya, Yechida, and then, of course, Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, that is Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and the different Madragas that, that separate between Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, depending upon, as we're going to learn in a second, depending upon <coughs> that Kli, as we learned in the Marshal of the electricity and so on, how that enters into that Kli, and what that Kli is capable of receiving. But the infinite light of Hashem, which in the Marshal that we used, was that source of energy, the electric plant, Lahavdil, that already in the electric plant we can we don't know where Reuven, Shimon, and Levi are. In the electric plant, you remember we learned last week that in the source of electricity we don't have Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. And you can't go over, you can't go to Canada or one of these places and say, oh, could you show me my electricity? There's no such thing. Could you show me my electricity? Where's my chashmal? So, in that in that root and source of, of uh, in the in the marshal of course of light of electricity, it's unindividuated. You can't say Reuven, Shem, and Levi. It's Klolius Knesses Yisrael, the Shchinah Kadosha. In that place, we have no differences between us. Everything is one. But as as it descends through infinite levels of descent and enters into the into the nefesh ruach neshama and then the chayyichida of Reuven, Shem, and Levi, then we could speak about separate human beings. 
<coughs> so the Rebbe explains, this infinite light of Hashem that descends through that particular individual's nefeshuach neshama chaya yichida. But from moving from above to below, yichida chaya neshama ruach and nefesh. Right as we as we descend from the higher level to the lower level, from the er ein seif baruchu, the infinite light, the source of light, as it descends into this particular individual's life through those through yichida chaya neshama ruach and nefesh. And of course, in the spheres, the spheres, which is going to explain it in a second, from from Kesar all the way down to Malchus, to the point that it's kolkach that this infinite light of Hashem, as it descends through many levels of descent into this person's life, it goes all the way into the body, into the physical body. That even the little toes. Even the toes of that person contained with them are enlivened by the chiyas elokus. By that what? By that chiyas of elokus of Hashem's baruch of that life of that light of Hashem. Chiyas kedushas Yisrael. Even the little toe of a Jew is Nyansen Jewish. It's filled with the oil of key. It's filled with that light. Just like Lahavdal, we see now, we understand more about about how. And I spoke about this a few weeks ago. Nowadays, you see that 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 they're able to take a hair of a person if they find one hair, much less than that. If they find one one tiny little piece of that person, they could they could they could look at that and they're able to determine the entire physical the entire physical chemistry. And biology of that person with the DNA and all of that, they can reconstruct from one tiny little piece of skin, which even we, we, we wouldn't even be able to see with our eye. So now they're finding that there are people that they had in jail for 25 years, and, and like the guy was like on his way to buy the newspaper or something, and they and they and whatever happened happened, and the guy's thrown into jail, and now they have with the DNA, they're able to see so it's not him. Well, then it was this other person, whatever. From what? From a tiny little thing. Is that even the tiniest, little, tiniest, little, lowest little drop of who this person is? There's that, there's that or of what? Of his father, of his grandfather, of his great-grandfather, all the way back, really, to other Mauritian. Which, which, that, with, that which is not just a physical thing, is such a pella. But it's a muscle for what's really happening in Ruchnius. That even the tiniest little, that, that the little finger is filled with chiyas elokus, is enlivened by elokus, by godliness. Chiyas kedushas Yisrael, it's filled with kedushas Yisrael. Vayidezeh, the next page, Vayidezeh. Gam kol haguf shel ish ha'isha Yisraeli meshunu b'kedushas from a guf any Yisrael. You know that you can start a pogrom by translating that sentence, right? That the physical body of a Jew is different. He doesn't say, he's not saying that if you hold it under a microscope, even though there's a Kabbalah from Arizal, that a Jew has a different amount of teeth than a, than a, than a non-Jew. There's a Kabbalah like that from Arizal. So everybody's going crazy counting their teeth. I know, the dentist left and said that I have the same teeth, the amount of teeth as, uh, you know, as, the, uh, as the next guy. And the Chassam Seifer said, the Chassam Seifer wrote that, that, a Jewish, that a doctor who doesn't understand the Jewish body should not be misasic with the Jewish body because the Chassam Seifer said that a Jewish body is different than a, than a non-Jewish body. And any non-Jew that would hear that, would, would, first he would laugh and then the pogrom would start, right? <coughs> what does that mean that a Jewish body, a kuf, is a Meshunadik? 
and and every doctor will say this. That's that's ridiculous. It's absurd. I he says I I I, I dissected both types, and 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 they're identical. It's the same thing. I didn't see any sign inside that said you know that said. Uh, you know, Shema uh, Yisrael or Kosher, not like inside. I didn't say anything. I said Glad Kosher, Mahadrin, you know, Chuk Hasam Seifer, Badatz. I didn't see anything like that inside. Uh, Jew looks the same inside as uh, as Lahav. So Hasam Seifer, Hasam Seifer is So what does that mean? He says it's Meshuna. A Yiddish goof is Meshuna. It's different. The Hasam Seifer could see such a thing. Those eyes. That were able to distinguish between Madragas, certainly the Chassam Seifer could see such a thing. That Semach Sedek said <laughs> that if you cut me, Chassidus comes out, not blood. <laughs> so it's okay, Rabbi. <laughs> Come on. What does that mean? That Semach Sedek saw that. That if you that when that when he when when he cut himself, he what he saw was Chassidus came out. He wasn't just saying like, so we think that's such a nice, isn't that nice? M- meaning to say, Rabbi, that you care very deeply for Chassidus. Is that what you want to say? Some say so that someone said, no, if, when, I, when, when, when you cut me, Chassidus comes out. Well, we don't, we, we don't see those with those eyes. So we don't see those eyes. So all we see is, all the Tzimtzumim. And to us, we see, we see a table. And like we, like we learned many, many times, and I spoke about Barichas on the Shiyum that I gave about names. With the Balatani that before he was Nifter, when he was with the Tzemach Tzedek, and, he, and the Tzemach Tzedek saw the Tani was looking, and the Tzemach Tzedek, and the Tani asked the Tzemach Tzedek, what do you see? He was looking up at the Kaira. The Kaira is the, the beam. And the, and the Tani asked his grandson, he asked the Mendel, what do you see? So he said, I, I, I see a Kaira. I, I, see, I see the Kaira Sabayas, I see. So the Tanya says, I only see the Isis Kuvav Reish. I only see the letters. I don't see anymore. Before he was Nifter, he didn't see anymore. Before he died, the Tanya didn't see anymore the, the, the beams. He saw the Isis of the Aleph base that enliven the beams, that, give, that identify, that are the beams. That's them, the letters of the Aleph base. The Tanya couldn't see anymore the physical beams. But we only see things, we see things to us, they're, they're identical. Everything, everything is the same. When he, but, the, but what he's, what the Rebbe is explaining here is that Gam Kol Haguf Shel Haish HaYisraeli Meshuna B'Kedushos Ami Guf Ain Yisrael. That in the Guf Yisraeli, in the body of a Jew, the light, the infinite light of Hashem, is manifested differently than it is. In the body of a non-Jew, just as just as the infinite light of Hashem is manifested differently in the kaisel in Yerushalayim than the kaisel in the person's house in New York, even though the person could say, "Hey, there's a wall. This is an old wall. This is a new wall." But there's a wall <coughs> to the undiscerning eye. It's like a wall, and he doesn't understand what's everybody making a big deal and crying over this wall and fighting over this wall and dying over this wall. Why is that? It's the same as my wall. It's the same as my wall. God is here and God is there. So what's the nafki minute? So the same way that there's a, that the Chassam Soifer and the Tzemach Sadek saw differences between between one wall and another wall, meaning between between a Jewish body and 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 a non-Jewish body, they saw the difference between they saw and they felt the difference between between one wall and another wall. But but because we're so we're so unrefined. It, in terms of the kalim that we are, even though we look the same and it feels the same, but it's but it's not the same. 
It's not the same. The guf halevim. Right now, this is this in the world is racism. In the world, this is racism. They make they vote on these things in South Africa, right? The guf halevim mishunami guf Yisrael. The body of a levi is different than a Yisrael. The guf akayin mishunami guf halevi. And a kain from a levi. That the body of a kain is different from a levi and Yisrael from the day that he from the day that he is born. Even though, again, even though Yisrael knows more and learned more, and, and but from the day that they came to this world, the the kain is different. The kain is different than a levi and Yisrael. Kevin shemadregas nishmosa meshunas zumizu gam gufeim meshunim because because the level of and the intensity of light that is that is revealed or how much simsum took place and did not take place in regards to this kain this lave in Israel because of the different madregas therefore since there's a different amount of light that is permitted into each one therefore the goofum, the bodies are different as well. It's just it's an amazingly subtle difference. It's a very very subtle difference. By the by the well, I don't know who, I don't know if there were non Jews who discovered this, but you remember all the talk around five years ago about the that, that the kahanim have a there's a there's a gene of kahanim and and, and what. Whatever that is, I'm not sure how you know how that works. I read I read uh, the article about it, but I'm so uh, you know I'm not, I, I have very little understanding in, in biology and all of that. But I understood I understood that that all kahanim share all kahanim share this common gene that goes back to Aaron Akain. And even though I don't understand the ins and outs of that, but I, I found it very inspirational. Not to say that my amuna depends on any of those things. And none of it, our Amuna doesn't depend on it, but, I, but, but more and more as we get closer to Mashiach, science is proving more and more all of the things that we always believed in, Al-Pi Amuna. More science is proving every day more and more things that we always believed in. But Chlau, that jump that physics took, again, I, I don't know anything about physics except maybe spelling it. <laughs> but but that, that jump that physics took, in the large part due to 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 Einstein, that jump into quantum physics has has revealed Sidis Habria that we've been learning in the Saramakadashim, we were learning in the Zar Kadish Nitikunim all all for, for, for many, many, many years, long before Einstein. That science is is picking up on Shinuyim and the Madragas that are in the Gufim in this world. In other words, that they're beginning to detect that symptom when the Rebbe says over here that there's a difference between this goof and that goof, even though they even though they appear to be the same to our eyes, we would say they're the same. Every scientist knows that that what think that even though it might appear the same to our eyes, it's not the same, right? And you could take two pieces of wood that look exactly the same, but we we know that they're not the same. Any any scientist, anybody that has a microscope, can tell that they're not the same. Because why? Because the chiyas of that that guf and each different guf is what? In other words, 
Shimon's chiyas, Shimon's life force, the life force of his body, is drawing <coughs> it's it's drawing its life from its what nefeshuach neshamech ayichida, and that connection that it has to the energy source to the plant, and so it is with the kain with the living Yisrael and so on. They have those wires. The wiring is a different wiring. So you would ask, what's the difference between the Kedushas Hashem that is that descends and is constricted through all those levels until finally it appears in the Jew, and the Kedusha of Hashem that's in the entire world, that exists in the entire world? <coughs> Right? Hashem's Malchus is everywhere. What's the Chilik? And if you're listening carefully, you'll hear in this Kairach's Taina. Madur Tisnase Akahal Hashem. Why? What makes you different, Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron? Kolaida Kulam Kedosh, what does it say? Besaychem Hashem. Umadur Tisnase Akahal Hashem. Madur Tisnase. What makes you different? Madur Tisnase. All that nowadays is considered to be politically correct. Why you can't say there's a difference between a woman and a man? Why you can't say there's a difference between between a Jew and a non-Jew? And even between Kaina Levi Yisrael, you can't say that nowadays. All of that is the continuation of that movement of Karachism, of Karachius. <laughs> and Karachius means Madutas Nase. There are no Shinluyim and Madregas. I mean, Mimela, I can't speak of the Kaisal and Maravi being special to Jews. Can't be special to Jews. What's so special? To, what's so special about it? What does it mean, the Holy Land? What's so special? And what's so special about Shabbos? What makes Shabbos different than Friday and Sunday? What, what does that mean? So that bittle of all different madregas, the removal of all mechitzas, is a denial of the process of tzimtzum. Is a denial of the Creator and the way that He created. It's a denial of that. There's a school of thought in Yiddishkeit that, that those from do not, do not have Kedusha, but you make them Kedush? No, I don't want to... We could talk about that probably, but no. no it's, not an, it's not an acceptable thing. It's that through my Isarus, the Lusata, through my, through my effort, I'm able to unleash, to release Kedusha's Hashem. When a person, when a person writes, like we said with the shul, when a person writes a sefer Torah, you have an animal, and you have a, you have ink, you have a, you have a, a feather, whatever, and you have you have a cloth, and, and, and somehow with, when the person has these intentions, and he writes the shem Hashem, and he writes the shem is l'shem Hashem, and he writes the sefer l'shem kedusha sefer Torah, that somehow he's able to make a shidduch between above and below, as long as as long as he's following halacha. If the person follows halacha, he's making a shidduch. But I cannot create. Kedusha. There's no such thing. Yesh Ayn is the Bani Shalom's parish. I can only I can only use the kalim that Hashem has given me and the instructions that He gave me with the Torah and Shulchan Aruch to tell me how can I make a shidduch between above and below. But I can't create anything like that. I can only make shidduchim. That's all. That's that's our halach. That's what we're doing. So He says. So the person's tain is. That that machusu b'kol mashalo that the the bainish lo's machus is everywhere and everything is the same and everybody is the same and therefore we can't make chilukim and dragons. I can't say that a Jew is different. What can I what can I say? Is a Jew different? 
Right? And that, that was, that was, uh, and Atomic. That was, that was Shakespeare's, that was Shakespeare's, had the Jew not eyes. That's, that's a good, it's a good time. Huh? In other words, in, in Merchant of Venice, so that, that, uh, that Shylock said, what makes a Jew different than anybody else has a Jew not eyes? So he was saying it because, of course, Jews were being treated unfairly. But, not that Shakespeare is necessarily sympathetic to that, there's still machloikis, rishonim and achorinim regarding what Shakespeare really meant by, by Merchant of Venice. But we see from his other ksavim that he was a, that he was a, a strong anti-Semite. But, but, that, that sentence has a Jew not eyes, meaning, do you see that I'm any different? How am I different than you are? How am I different? He says, be patient, wait a little bit. This is going to be explained more further on. We're going to learn a lot about that. You already know the names of the different levels of your neshama. You know the names of those different stops that the, that the infinite light of Hashem makes in your life. Hashem makes those different stops. So when Hashem's light is that aspect of Hashem's light in us that's least concealed, that's most open, is called Yechida. And as it descends to nefesh, nefesh is what enlivens our bodies. That's called nefesh. But even that which enlivens the Jewish body is different. Is different than that which enlivens the, the body of an anjo. And the different levels of the tzimtzum of, the tzimtzum of Hashem's light We've already been taught from Chazal and from all the Kedoshim that there are that there are ten levels. In the cross spheres, v'hein kesser chacham bina chesed gvur tefers netzach hayd yisoidu malchus. Avoloi bano ladaber mizayoyser. I'm not going to speak more about this. Remember that the Sefer was written for Bochum and Yeshiva, right? And even though these Mamorim perhaps were not, these Mamorim already were for the next level, the next stage, the Rebbe is extremely careful about what he's teaching, as he said in the little Hagdama to this section, which is not typical of, 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 these, of what's found in Chavis HaTalmidim. In, in Hachshoros Avrechim, in the Sefer Hachshoros Avrechim, which the Rebbe wrote in the introduction, he forbids Bochum to learn and he insists that, that we first go through to prepare us for so there in he speaks of course much more openly about these inyonim so he says we're not going to go specifically into the different spheres when you're bizarchan, you'll be prepared for it. You'll 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 understand these things from the Sram that you're learning. I have not come in this sefer and this is my mom to teach you kabbalah. But I want to help you that now that you're at an age where you want to learn the kedusha slavery, you want to learn. Tanya, you want to learn this Svar Makadashim, I want you to know what you're doing and how to begin learning this Svar. That's what this Mayim is about. How do you begin to learn this Svar? Hain Besifre Chasidis, Vahain Besifre Kabbalah Shetizkalahem. Sifre Chasidis at an earlier time, and when you're to be able to learn Sifre Kabbalah. 
that God forbid these swarm should not be to you like interesting interesting chachmas or dvam like intellectual adventures to think that these are these are just hakirs that when a person is learning a kedushas that is hakiras when a person is looking like the professors that write the professors that teach Kabbalah in university or the or the mechalei shabbos and the eichlan devels and who are writing books on Kabbalah. Or the or the different different uh, spiritual revival nice Jews who are going around talking about Kabbalah and using terms from Hasidus without without following the instructions of how a Jew has to live. He says, you have to be careful to learn to learn this form to learn this form properly. When I was on my when I was on my trip, I went last year when I went to the west and I met such so, so many beautiful Jews. I was in a place, I was in a very interesting place, where so there was a I think I mentioned it to the Chaver earlier. There was there was so many interesting things, you know, in, in New York. Our whole our whole uh, our whole way of living here is very mitzumtzum, and. Uh, and even though I, I've been to New Jersey in the past, <laughs> and I went for chasnas like Baruch Hashem to different places, just to you know to the, a wedding hall and then back to New York, I really haven't been anywhere. It was for me it was a Merdik experience. You know, I had tremendous, tremendous. I mean, I've been to you know Baltimore and other places nearby, but I, I was an easy shuvman. I was talking to Jews, and and you know I met I met a person who was the like the unofficial leader of a group. It was a whole thing. I don't know, it was interesting. I mean, I had I had uh, I had to work very very hard, you know, to to um, to be able to to be able to try to understand what was happening there. But there was this person who was the unofficial leader, and he was and he was saying about the he was telling me about the Ishbitz, the Ishbitz, the Ishbitz, and he was going to the Ishbitz. And I mentioned this, and he and he said about a, a, a certain and he was walking around, he was walking around holding a mashiloyach this year, and he's a very very wonderful and sweet person, but he. But besides that, he can't read the Meshulach because he told me what the Meshulach says in that parasha, and I said, "Really, I don't remember that. You know, I don't remember that. That's what it says in the Meshulach." And he says, "Well, I have it right here." And then, you know, he was reading it. It was it was a pachadim. It was mamish. Well, it wasn't what the Shmuel said. It wasn't in the Meshulach. Maybe it was in his Meshulach, but it wasn't in the Meshulach that's been printed. And and in the course of conversation, you know, we were talking about this, and then I. I tried to be pile something there, and you know, it's a funny thing. Like here, like here, like you know, I'm a renegade in you know in New York, because I'm like into all these and and you know, see this and of Cook, and you know, and 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 I and I even dare to quote Rav Soloveitchik, you know, and all these things. So I'm like a renegade, and like I was over there, like they looked at me like some farfrumta crazy, you know, <laughs> like I'm so farfrumt. I was just saying, you know, I was telling him, you know, I put my arm around him, said, listen, you know, you got you have to keep Shabbos, you know. And when you go and you keep Shabbos properly, and not the way you think Shabbos is kept, so then, so then you know, then you know, uh, you understand the Meshiloch more, and you'll be uh, there are hachanis that a person has to make to come to Meshiloch, and to, to go to the mikvah more, and to have more of a, a hergish for these things that come with time, and and it's and when a person, God forbid, when a person holds the, the Meshiloch in his hand, and it's not and it's it's not. <coughs> 
it's not what we're learning the Meshulach is what we're going to be learning, but instead is a Chakira. It's, a, it's the object of one's Chakira. Chakira, and it happened that with this particular very, very sweet and special person, it wasn't so much an intellectual Chakira, although he enjoyed that, so he very much enjoyed talking about these concepts, but it was an emotional Chakira. Chakiras are not just... Hakir is not just intellectual, they're emotional as well. But what they share in common is that when a person's approach is not al-pi and when a person's approach is not that this is divrei elokim chayim, that has a chiyas elokus mamish in it, and, and, and understanding this mimer from the, from the piyazetzna, so then, then there's, a, there's a tremendous danger to that. And it's not something which can be conveyed to one's children and grandchildren. It's not going to... It's not going to Chasham is not going to make it to the grandchildren in such a way. It's not going to make it. And in that person's life, he doesn't see even why he has to have grandchildren. He doesn't understand. Just like by, by not of Naviu, that whether or not marriage was something which is important or not important, we're not judging. They, they were Kaddish Gadoshim. But we understand from Chazal that there was a Tviya with those great people that regarding how they were Mitzamsim themselves in this world. And the Rebbe tells us that if you, he's talking to the, he's talking to us, that if you're learning one of the Swarm and you understand something, right? It's exciting. It's exciting. You, you open up the Kedushas Levi and you look in the Pasha and you understand something. And that's, and that certainly is exciting. So he says, Don't get carried away. And say to yourself, that you already know what the Baruch has accomplished in this in this uh, piece of the Kedushas Levi. You already know it. Therefore, I'm not going to go into the Indian of Spheres here. I'm not going to spend much time going to the Indian of the Spheres. I'll talk about a much easier subject, which are the four worlds. <laughs> it says, no, I don't go into the Spheres. Let's just talk about the Arab Lamas. To understand, to understand the union of of Atzilus, Bria, Yitzia, and Asiya on our level, which the Rebbe is going to help us with, that there are four worlds. The world that we are in, what we see with our eyes is Asiya, Asiya, Shabbasiya, Shabbasiya. That's what we're in. That we see with our eyes. So the Rebbe says, that in order to understand the union of the Arba Elamis of the worlds. And sometimes some of you might have a siddur. I don't know if it's in the I don't know if it's in the art school siddur. I don't think so. No. But if you look in certainly in the in the siddurim that the Swadisha Yidden use, uh, you'll see that at different parts of Shachris it'll say that you're now. It tells you where you are at that moment, which island you're in, right? Which island you're in? Whether you're in whether you're in Bria, you'd see it. Sa- it says which different parts of Davening. Without going to that right now, the Chilukim, different parts of Davening, there are different levels of symptom, of course, at the different stages of Tril. And therefore, there are different Eulamists, <coughs> there are different parts of the Davening. Chazal, Gansi Knesset designed the Tfilists to connect to those different levels, those different Madregas of Eulamists, of different worlds. That's why when you look in the Swadish Siddur, or you look in some of the, in some of the Siddurim, the Siddurim the, Alpivari, the so you'll see that it'll tell you, it will remind you on the top of every page that you are now in the you're now in Yitzira, you're now in Bria. And that and that dimension of reality that's called even though you feel like you're you know, you feel like you're in you, you, you feel like you're in Woodmere. But it says over there that this is the oil that you're in. Of course all of that is totally totally meaningless and could be even worse than meaningless. 
for simpletons like us. And and uh, and halavai, halavai, we should just be we should just concentrate to to know where we are and who we are. Al kalpanim, the chilukim of the oilumas, the Rebbe says, also is the result of the tzimtzum of this process of tzimtzum. Which can be understood in a similar way that we explain the chilukim of madregas within the person himself between nefesh, ruach, neshama, and chai and yechida. That world that is called oilam ha'atzilus, from the word eitzel, which means next to. Oilam ha'atzilus. Even though, even the word atzilut, atzilus, which is used, let's say, in royalty, in the royal court, atzilus, nobility, right? Why, why is that person more noble than the other person? That was what makes this individual an atzil, and the other person is not an atzil. The terrorist is that this one is closer to the king than the other, right? Somebody who's a minister in the palace, who's the, uh, somebody who's the sarabitachon, and who works with the king, so he's he's in the world of Atsilus. Why is he in the world of Atsilus? Right? He's Samuch Venira, he's close to the he's close to the king. And that ennobles the person because there's less of it Simpson. When you're closer to the king, that means you that means you're exposed to more of the king's presence. That's called Atsilus. which is the highest and the most exalted of worlds. Vishuv Tsimtsim It's not Simtsum we should say Or you could say or Vishuv there was another Tsimtsum. Maybe you could maybe read it like that. There was then a there's then there's another level of Tsimtsum Ubara Hashem is Oilam Habriya. through holding back through holding back and allowing that and allowing less light to filter through the next level, <coughs> then there's a world that's called Bria. Vishuv Tsimsum the Yotzar as Oilam Hayatsira, another Tsimsum, another constriction of Hashem's light. And there's the world that's called Oilam Hayatsira. Vishuv Tsimsum Gas. Until finally there is the Oilam Asiya which is this physical coarse world. The same way it is with the human body, so it is with the physical world. That all of reality derives its life, its godly life force. Everything that exists has received its energy, its life force, through the tzimtzumim of, uh, uh, that go, that infinite light of Hashem, as it descends into the Olam Hasi, the same way that in the body, it, fra- it travels through Yechida, Chaya, Neshama, Ruach, Nefesh, till it gets mamish into my guf, till, I, till I'm, I'm, I'm here doing something physically, and I could touch... I could touch my body and sense it here in this world. So too, regarding all the oilamis, regarding the, regarding the entire world and all of reality, that the infinite light of Hashem that comes from that plant, kivyachal of the essence, travels travels and descends many many levels, of that are generally called that are divided into four levels of atzilus, bria, yitzira, asiya, until it comes to this world. 
in clothes, in physical things, in physical things, it all travels through those four elements. And the Kedoshim Chazal and the Zohar Kodesh and the Mekubalim have made the connection between the symptom that takes place in the individual human being who's, who's an oil of cotton, who's a microcosm of all reality, and what and the way that the symptom through the four elements takes takes place in the world itself. Va'amru when they said, Shahan Nefesh Kshemishtal Shalas Min Oralakia Shabamorum Adaguf that this that the nefesh of a person that it descends through all those levels from the Oralaki, the light of God that's descending level after level after level, till it comes into the physical body. That in us, in our lives, that part of us that is hovering, that is hovering above the nefesh ruach neshama, that's called the light of atzilus. The orshal haneshama. And that or that's of the neshama, that amount of that amount of light that that is in the, that that makes up the neshama, that's called bria. It's called bria, not because it's something. It's because it's a title that was given, because that's the mitzvah. It comes to my bria. The ruach comes me yitzira, the nefesh comes me asiya. Miyasha zoycha. It's like miyasha zoycha lechay v'yechida. I a yid who zoycha to connect to his chay and yechida, which which is which you remember does that in an, an individual person can connect to his chay and yechida. That Jew that zoycha lechay v'yechida is kedushas severus akusa ukedushas kedushas v'zakas elam atzilus. He is mamish elam atzilus in that person's life. Then, then that the level of neshama and the one who's in touch with the neshama, not like this person with the meshilor that thinks he's in touch with his neshama while while he's being mechal shabbos and you know and and, uh, and holding his girlfriend's hand. It's 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 the mom, it's the neshama that the symptom of the or ainsayif baruchu as misamsim from it's the oilum habriya mamish while tadama shalakol echad yesh nefesh ruach neshama chai yechida shabbos don't imagine that's where all the problems come with the how come I can't get an aliyah how come I'm not a kain how come I'm not this why can't I be that a kairach madut is nasu he says don't imagine that what that these madregas of nefesh ruach neshama chai yechida our shabbos are equal in every Jew there's every kli, like we said, there's the computer, the same thing as, the, as an iron or as a refrigerator. Everything has the same kli. Can everything contain the same amount of elokus? It's different containers. We're not going to use the same pitcher to pour into a little little container as we would into a large container. So it is with a person who is more physical and more coarse. A person who is more refined obviously can receive more from the Olam Habriya, Olam Atzilus, 
by this unrefined Jew, he can't even tap into Chayichida. He can't even tap into selling to the Neshama, to Ruach. He can't connect to it. The one who's more refined and is more careful with Torah Mitzvahs, who's more connected to Allah, who's more connected to Talmud Torah, to learning Torah, right? That person, the Kli is Mamazukach, Mimela, the Neshama, Afruach, Hayan Nefesh, the Neshama, the Nefesh, Ruach, Hayichida, Zomazukach, and the Kli, Vaharbe, and Yonab, the Kli, therefore, is Mamazukach to receive more of that light that, that does not have to be so mitsumsum as uh, uh, to, res- to be able to connect to that light with less coverings the left sumsum because the Kli is able to be makabal more of that light now it's enough what I said okay we'll continue to next week